Previously on Doisp, Seraphina and friends take a last stand against Cryovane, the dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Will their story end in heroic victory or epic defeat? It's been a long dang road to get here. A long dang road. But then, you know I don't gotta tell y'all that. Uh, I'm David. I'm running this game. Your name? I am Marisa, aka Serafina Tealy. I guess you want to go right into this uh, thing. Do you do you remember what happened last time? Yes. You can see kind of the layout of what's going on. I mean, I can see a dragon in my face. Yeah, you've taken this dragon um, down considerable amount of damage, but it looks—it's probably a wounded a little bit. It seems maybe. Uh, maybe it's like it's white. I don't know. Scales are some of them are stained red. You know, standing out. And it, I think we end it with um, right after it did its awful icy breath weapon at you. It's kind of clinging to the side of this little building that's out here. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you are kind of exposed to the elements on this roof. And there's like a few um, ice walls around you. I see them. Yeah. So you're in rough shape, at least. But I believe that it's the dragon's turn. Or at least the dragon's turn to do a, an ice move. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So do you see that brand new blue line now? Yes. Yeah, like uh, just maybe it, its eyes glow for a second, Cryovane's eyes, while it's clinging to the wall here. And just this, uh, how thick is this one? One foot thick up. Uh, ice like kind of just forms up into a wall kind of between you and it and you can see you can kind of see through I mean it's like ice right so you can kind of see through it and you just for what um, you can only imagine is it's smiling it like shows all its teeth then it's Holgar's turn or the orcs in general I believe so so yeah Holgar can't really he can get down to here kind of at the end of the wall Mm -hmm. but I believe these standard orcs can go much faster. Yeah, they get to go double. Yeah, but uh, Volin, the the lady, she is able to get over there and she brings out this axe, like from her back, it looks like a big axe. And kind of both of them have this. She's gonna try and hit it. Thirteen. Well, that's not gonna do it. So, I think maybe it's like just it just takes a step up further on the wall, maybe, and is just right out of her reach. And that's the orc's turn. Um, oh wait, I guess I forgot. Ronte had both Ronte and yeah, both these orcs have a bow. I gave them, and he's actually going to try and shoot with a bow. Why not? Oh, well, it kind of bounces off his scales. Didn't do much, but yeah, maybe you can tell. It that, well, he's kind of far away, but at least the audience can tell they have these bows now, and it looks like uh, probably Inverna got them for them. And speaking of your companions, at least one of them, it's Shanjan's turn. What do you... Um, I guess uh, Shanjan maybe would, I mean, have to be, like, closer to the dragon, right? Yeah, since he he kind of has that whole building between them, if he wants to try to hit it with something, he's going to have to, like, get in a better, you know, position. Right, so either way he has to move. Yeah. He's sort of speedy, though. He can move six squares if he wants. Okay, so then he needs to move six squares. Yeah, yeah, cool. That works. And yeah, I think you know what? Let me see how this is worded. But I think his sacred flame can um, can actually hit it there since you can see it. Let me double check that. But I think it just has to be a target you can see. Yeah, absolutely right. All right, two. That's terrible. But well, hey, two's two's not nothing. Let's see if this dragon can kind of try to dodge this. Is bad at dodging. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, it did not dodge. It rolled a natural one, um, but unfortunately, that's only two damage. So, 
Adrian actually hits it with a sacred flame, you know, like that white fire that he does all the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe just doesn't seem to even face it, just did a couple points of damage to it. But that brings us to Seraphina's turn. And I think, again, you just feel like this uh, this strange, like, energy, like this heat at the side, at your side where the sword is. It's almost like it's calling to be let out. Um, I think Seraphina needs to probably uh, drink one of her potions. Yeah, I think this is your last one. No. Do you remember if you took the greater potion or the, the lesser potion last time? I don't remember. Oh, man. I want to say it was the uh, the lesser one, but, I mean, you need all the help you can get. I'll, I'll give it to you, but I'm pretty sure that that was the case anyway. And that's my last one? Yeah. I'm going to take the potion. Yeah. Um, do you want me to describe it first? Yeah, okay. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, sure. So I think that she is, um, she grabs a potion from her backpack and then drinks it almost like somebody that's like starving for, or like dying of thirst, you know, just like grabs it and just like, just drinks it all in one drink. And then it all of a sudden like makes her face glow like a red sparkly color with her cheeks. Cool. Yeah. It over, it's like an overwhelmingly like, uh, nourishing feeling. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. I could see maybe like it kind of tingling and like sparkling and then just sort of like, um, giving away to like a normal color again. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There you go. Um, eight. That's not too bad. Oh, eight plus four too. So that's, uh, what is that? Twelve. It's not bad. Oh yeah. Back up to 26. Oh, you do. Oh, I keep forgetting you're a fighter as well. So you have uh, a second wind power too. You actually, you might, that might not be the worst. I believe that's a bonus action that heals you a little more, but since it's so quick, you can save it too. But yeah, now you get to move around too, if you'd like. Okay. So how many spaces can I move? You, You can move five. That's like the the one thing you really got as a fighter. I put it in the chat here. So, oh, that can heal you 1d10 plus 1. If you want to do that too, that's a bonus action. Because that, that could possibly get you back up to full. I think you, you only go... Yeah, I mean, I guess. Just save it. Yeah, okay. In that case, it's Inferno's turn. Yeah, I think she's just going to move over too, right? You're, you're controlling her, I believe, as well. I think that she would probably move around to where Seraphina is. Yeah, that she can't hit it because of that wall, but she can keep moving. She can do a double move. Two, three, four, five. Like, over here somewhere? That seemed good? Yeah, I guess. And then it's back to cryopane. Um, so I think the first thing it's going to do is attack this orc that just tried to axe it. I want to ask you a question. Just kidding, it doesn't say that. Oh boy. Oh no, okay. Well, so it gets three attacks, a claw claw bite. Uh-huh. And unfortunately this is going to um, take take her out. Take her out? This orc lady. Or no, Ronti's the boy, Bill Lin is her name. She doesn't have to like die a grisly death, but she's at least knocked out or something, right? Um, so claw claw bite, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of claws it, claws her twice with its like front talons, and then like bites her. And in fact, uh, I don't know if you can see the damage, but the bite does like cold magical damage to it to her as well. Cryovane swooped over her head and scratched her cheek with its talon 
little toe talon. Oh, no. And as she grabbed the side of her face, it swooped down again as her back was turned and dug its other talon into her back. And ripping upwards, she felt the pain in her arch, or her back arched, and she screamed out. And as soon as the dragon heard her scream, it came right back around, snapped its jaws at her hair. And oh, wow. she was left laying on the ground with her face and her back bleeding and a big chunk of her skull and hair missing. Oh, my God. Those are important things. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Ronti, at least the other the other orc, he like cries out, you know, and then Cryovane. Oh wait, so let me I have to put a little X on her. Unfortunately, how sad. Um, then you know, as if you're like pushing off a pool, you know, it kind of just pounces off the side of this wall and flies. Uh, let's see how. Where are you going to fly to? Let's see. Yeah, I think it's going to go right to the... Oops. Right to the edge of this. Kind of where the the floor is broken. And I do want to point out, there was a big ice wall there. And it just goes through it as if it's nothing. Like the, uh, like the, the ice kind of just shatters as if it were just made out of air, almost, when it goes through it. And then yeah. it kind of reorients and, you know, it does like that cat thing where it puts its talons, you know, into this the ground almost. Its wings go flat against its uh, back. It looks like it's about to, like, pounce, like it's doing one of those things. Then, I think, uh... Ooh, then the wind picks up. So, everyone has to make a constitution saving throw, and you're trying to get higher than 15. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. So, everyone but you uh, made it. How much damage is that to you? Anything? Oh, just not too much damage, actually. So, yeah, it does three damage to you, and you're going to get pushed a little bit by the wind. Oh, uh, actually, Inverna's right there, so she actually, maybe she catches you or something um, as the winds, she's kind of, everyone kind of puts their, they brace themselves against this northern northerly wind, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, just, uh, Maybe you can't get to it fast enough or something. Um, and you kind of slide on this ice a little bit until Inverna kind of catches you. She's like, you're right there, Feeny." And then I think Feeny will maybe like grab her hand and just look up at her and be like, better now that I'm, that you're here. She's like, oh. She kind of winks and she's like, uh, looks over her shoulder behind the two of you over here. Um, it's about, I guess, what is that? 15 feet away. And she's like, well, if that wind picks up again, you you better uh, watch out. Don't go over that ledge. It's a long way down. Just to remind you. And then it's Holgar's turn. So he's over here. I think he's he's going to uh, just charge this uh, creature just heroically, stupidly. Maybe a little of both. Okay, so he has one of those axes as well. Oh, and maybe he just over his head, you know, like a sledgehammer. Goes down with this big axe. And the uh, the dragon just kind of, like... I think it just moves away just very easily since it's such a, like a slow sort of clumsy attack, you know, and uh, it almost sounds like it's laughing. And then it's over to Shanjan. And then I think uh, Shanjan is going to so he can't move right unless he moves first and then nope he can move in. And he can actually, like, move a little and then attack and then move the rest of it if he wants. You can split up every one. Just as long as he doesn't move more than six in a turn. Okay, so that was one, two, three. He's, like, right here at the end of the ice wall. And then he thinks maybe he'll go ahead and throw the sacred flame at this part of the ice wall. Oh, to kind of get rid of the ice wall? Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean... Yeah, I think, uh... Maybe that takes, like, half of it away. Like, it breaks, like, the half closest to him, you know? So 10 feet of wall, just kind of, like, a big crack forms in it and then just kind of falls away into nothing. So I think, you know, he runs up, he uses a sacred flame, shoots it at the ice wall, and then looks at um, his uh, battle partners and 
screams for Timora. We will take her down. And like points his staff up at Cryovan. Yeah. And then uh, that's I think it. Yeah, I love that. So it, it got he got rid of a significant portion of that wall. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think his idea was more so to just get rid of it so that they'd have a better shot. And then um, did did you say he wanted to move or you wanted him to move uh, uh, the rest of his movement too, or are you is he good there? I think maybe just like one, maybe like that way. Yeah, that makes sense. To kind of get away from this dragon. I don't blame you. Um, then it's back to Serafina. Okay, so... So yeah, you're like, this is still the dragon's set to pounce. Okay, so I think she's going to take her special sword. Yeah. The, which one is that? That's your regular one, the, uh, the dragon slaying rapier, I believe. Yeah. And I think she's going to hold it high up in the air and like just have like a battle stance and then yell for it to come down. So oh. she'd be like, I'm so sick and tired of this dragon and I hate how it's hurt everyone that I know and love. And now, of course, we've lost a fallen friend and she looks back up at, at the dragon with like narrowed eyes and grabs her dragon rapier and holds it in the hair and says, come and get me. Oh yeah, I mean you can come and get the dragon too because it's it's on the ground. Uh, unusually, so far it's usually been flying around. But if you go to like this square, you can attack it with that sword if you want. So then maybe she goes forward one and then says, "Time for you to meet your feet." <laughs> mm, yeah, I love it. And I think as you take it out, like um, you know, it's so cold next to this dragon. You know, the it's just warping the entire weather around everybody. But it's almost like this energy comes off this sword and kind of warms you to, you know, a comfortable, like maybe still kind of cold, but not unbearably cold anymore. It's like, oh, it's like it's protecting me from this awful thing that the dragon's doing to the the world around it. But yeah, go ahead and attack with that dragon rapier. Let's see how much damage you can do. Ooh, 16. Uh, all right, so interesting. That didn't quite hit it. You need a 17 or higher, so you're only one away. But I will remind you, once per session, you can use um, your inspiration, and you can use that uh, the other one you rolled, which is a 21. So it might be the time to do that if you want. All right, let's do it. Yeah, incredible. So, yeah, I added this little note it does 3d6 extra damage against any dragons so you you actually did 13 normally plus another 11 which is outrageous so you do what is that 24 damage in just one attack you take a third of its life away that it still that it had left you know at this point mm-hmm. um so what does this look like like what about this sword seems to like damage it so much more than you know a regular sword should be able to so I think she takes the dragon rapier out and um, she can see almost like uh, like a sparkly pink like galaxy in a weird way. Ooh, I love like, that. Like it's like sparkling, but it's like swirling clouds. And, and then she holds it up and she looks at it above her head and the rapier all of a sudden looks like her magical ukulele. she looks at it and she's kind of does like a sing-songy thing and she'll say um like bye time you give me strength through my love and then she like holds her head down and like almost like she would strum it she picks it up and then she forces it forward and then attacks the dragon from there so it's almost like her um strengths and her talents and ambitions all become like this weapon that she wants to like that you know makes it like inherently stronger just because she's putting all of her energy into it i love that that's really cool all right then it's inverna's turn what do you think she's up to i think inverna is going to kind of make like a bold statement okay um serafina it's time to end this 
and that that means end in my life, then that's what you do. Oh, no. She breaks out her, which one is bigger, Promise or Orc Biter? I think Orc Biter is the bow and Promise is her sword. So then I guess she would just take Promise and go charge towards him? Ooh, yeah, that that's some bravery right there. And then, uh, yeah, she gets two attacks, too, if you want to attack with Promise twice. As long as you're, you're next to the uh, dragon. And the dragon's huge, like I said. Remember, it's like elephant size. It's a huge creature. So... Oh, okay. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, you hit it once, and then do it one more time. Whoa, incredible. Are those criticals? No, they weren't criticals. She's just really good at attacking. <laughs> so, she did great. She's, she's a good... Uh, friend here, so another twenty-two damage. This how how does this look? Maybe she like she's definitely wounded this thing. It's not dead yet, but it's not looking good for Cryovane at this point. Do you want to describe that? So I think that um, you know after she makes that statement, she runs up and she all of a sudden like the rage is in her eyes and she starts seeing flashbacks from her times fighting orcs and. Then, of course, she starts to, like, feel compassion and fear for, like, you know, some of her orc uh, relation, or I don't even know if you would call that relation or, like... Yeah, like her past, you know? History. Oh, history, yeah. And so you just see, like, a single tear, like, falling down her cheek as she's remembering these moments and starts kind of reliving, like, uh, PTSD in the way of, like, you know, fighting for her family, and then uh, she just keeps, like, attacking this dragon and then looks up at it and is, like, looks, and then looks, you know, as she, like, maybe pulls her sword away and thinks for, like, a moment there's weakness, and then she looks back at Feeny, and Serafina is, um, you know, kind of, like, looking, like, very worn and distraught. And she turns back to the dragon and she just sees um, Feeny's face and then she just attacks and like screams. Oh man, I love that. Just in rage, kind of. Yeah. So it has all these spikes all over it, you know? Uh, Cryovane, like these icicles. Mm-hmm. And maybe she, Inverna, is able to, you know, hack most of these off and actually get to the, uh, the scales underneath. And now, you know, it's actually like. Bl- bleeding like it's all this crimson on white now I I love it very dramatic don't worry about that and that's actually oh did did you want to move her she saw some movement if she wanted to move back but it didn't seem like she did but I want to give you that option just in case I think she's okay right now yeah that's what I figured so that's the creature's turn so you said this like Inverna's kind of set to be like this could be the last thing I do right Mm mm-hmm that means I have to attack her. Oh my god. Inverna. This is, oh no. This is not, not good. It got a critical hit against her. One of them. Oh, and yeah, it hit all of those. I knew I should have I should have moved her. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, this... Oh no, it takes her out. I mean, that second claw attack did a critical hit on her. So maybe that is the the attack that, you know, brings her down, the Converna. What do you think? How does that go? Maybe it uh, hits her across the forehead, knocking her cowboy hat off. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, her lucky hat, you said, right? Mm-hmm. And then stumbles backwards and maybe just kind of, like, rolls down one of the sides of the of the castle you know like oh so my gosh it's yeah. like okay. off your feet you know no that that is incredibly interesting so yeah maybe she cryovane just kind of uh you know claws her once uh and then claws her again but just with such force that it kind of spins her around and she falls off this edge which she's right next to and like we see her kind of tumble down but if you remember there's like that little narrow path that's I don't know, like 20 or 30 feet down mm-hmm. and maybe Serafina doesn't necessarily know but 
we as the audience see her kind of like fall on that and then um just stay there so she's not you know falling down this mountain forever but she goes down quite a few feet <laughs> um and just lands on her back kind of on this little narrow passageway down there mm. and her her hat just kind of keeps going down like seamlessly endlessly into the the icy fog below i love that so dramatic and then oh Crevain actually gets to move now hmm. i think he's going to take flight again because it, maybe it, it almost like tries to psych you out like it does a running like as if it's about to charge you and then at the very last second just like springs up like pounces but its wings spread out and it just starts uh, flying over you just going right over your head allowing you to uh, try to hit it if you want but you only get one chance alright fine let's try to stop it with my rapier oh yeah you miss it too it's a little too high perhaps but yeah then it flies over here and kind of circles back so it's uh, like up in the air way over on the other side of the the roof basically maybe as you kind of turn around something goes right uh, like falls down right in front of your face and you look down and you see one of these big kind of like knife sized shards of hail again and you look up and it's like oh no it's doing that that dagger or that you know hail hail of dagger attack again And let's see. I think it's going to try to attack um, you, Holgar, and Chanjan. Let's see. Oh, it hits you exactly. Um, yeah, it hits all of you. So a bunch of these, like, kind of ice knives fall from the sky, and you can tell that Cryovane's absolutely the one causing this. And it does 12 damage to each of you. Hmm. Great. Yeah. And then it's back to Holgar. I think, um, unless anyone's shooting ice at him, his... Oh, he has a bow. Yeah, he's actually going to take out his bow and kind of try to aim it up at Cryovane and attack that away. I think the other orc's going to do that same thing. Hey, they actually, he actually hits it. How fun. Well, they both hit. Great job, orc friends. So on either side of you, they're... They're uh, next next to you on either side, you know. They kind oh. of take out their bows, or I guess Ronti already had his bow, and they kind of uh, aim it and shoot over at this dragon. And both these, maybe because all of these, uh, you know, Inverna packed away all those icicles that were protecting it a little bit, shoot these arrows into the exposed, you know, areas of its shoulder here. They do, they do a pretty pretty decent amount of damage. It does not look like it's doing great. And now it's uh, over to Shanjin. What do you think Shanjin's doing? Uh, I think Shanjin is like praying and then maybe he um, decides to... What is he on right now? Uh, hit point wise? Yeah. He is at 19. What's Seraphina at? She is at 20. Wow. Pretty, pretty close. Meaning that's what they have left? Yeah, that's that's, that's what they have left. And you're going to be right after Shanjan. Are you suggesting that Shanjan take his last potion, or...? Um, he... Well, he has one more spell. He can heal himself or any of the other people that are up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He... It's cure wounds, though, so he has to move to them first and touch them. He has to be, like, right next to him to heal. Right. So then maybe he... is, uh runs over to Seraphina and decides to do the healing thing on her. Yeah. Uh, cure wounds. So he runs over to Seraphina. My dearest friend, when we were in battle, there was a time where there was a dragon that came deathly close to both of us. And while I was laying on the ground wounded, due to an injury, you stepped in front of me and the dragon so that I would not get eaten. 
and like there's like a scene where Ooh, Shan- a flashback like yeah. a flashback where Shanjin is like laying in the field and everything is like on fire around him and then you see this dragon like shadow in the distance and it's just slowly walking around burning things I mean not burning things but (laughs) putting snowing things (laughs) right yeah it was probably still a a lot of things on fire because you're in the middle of a war too so and the dragon looks like it's going to like turn its giant head in their direction and Serafina jumps in front of him and then like takes her cloak and like covers his face and says shh be quiet we need to get you out of here so it's almost like she's trying to hide him from whatever might take him or kill him Mm -hmm. and um, you see like the two of them smile at each other and he Shanjin looks up at her and says thank you thank you kind person what is your name and she turns around and she says Feeny Teeny think nothing of it and he says I'm Shanjan and then they clasp hands and both of them together say by the luck of time Mora and you see like that's where their like friendship began I guess Oh, I love that. That's really cool. So then back in present day, Shanjan is like, you know, jumps in front and says, there was a time when somebody would have spared my life for theirs, not knowing who I was. Now I know who you are and why you must stop this battle. And you must stop this dragon. And then, so he gets in front of her and then uses his uh, healing word on her. Yeah. Ooh, that that was a really cool scene. I love that. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, what is that? Twelve? Five plus seven? Yeah. Takes you back to what you were before that thing attack. The hail attack. Pretty good. Thanks, Shane. Yeah. So he only moved one. Does he want to keep moving, or do you think he's good there, kind of dramatically standing right in front of her? Uh, I think once he heals her, he'll probably move off to the side so that she has room to roam. Okay, cool. And speaking of that, it's her time to roam now. So yeah, you're in kind of rough shape. It seems like this uh, this rapier in your hand is kind of like almost shaking uh, with so much energy that it just wants to to finish off Cryovane once and for all. But Cryovane is like 15 or 20 feet above the, you know, the roof, just kind of like flying around, almost like toying with you. Right. So I think it's flying around above her head or... No, it, it's uh, it's way over here, and it's like right. twenty feet above the ground or above the the floor, I guess, of the seal, of the roof that you're on. Then I think uh, Serafina would um, yank the necklace of fireballs off of her neck and then ball them all up together and just throw them. But can she get she get closer? Um, yeah, you can definitely get closer. How many? You can move up to five. Yeah. So I think from here, she's going to throw that fireball necklace. Yeah. All right. Intense. So it gets a save. I think it's a dex save. Just looking at it. Why did I close it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to get get a higher than a 15. Oh, I got it. Okay. So it did save. So it's only going to take half as much. But you said you threw the whole necklace? Yeah. Ooh, incredible, yeah. So, what is this? 96 uh, damage. Oh my gosh. Wow, so good. Okay, so let's see, adding this, 20 and, what, 31 damage. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I, I swear to God I'm not lying, but, so you don't actually kill it, but... What? Yeah. <laughs> But that's that's your turn, unless you want to move more. I think you can. Oh no, you can't. You move, you did your whole move. Um. So yeah, now it's Inferna down here, and <laughs> a new person kind of swoops onto this, or a new thing kind of swoops behind you. You probably hear hear it 
land on the uh, the roof, and it's it's Wing Baby, and it kind of lands and puts Inverna's, uh, you know, I guess unconscious body, not corpse, but uh, just unconscious. Maybe she like stirs a little. Um, you can tell that she's still alive, but she's uh, you know bleeding and everything. And Wing Baby is just like, um, Mama, it's so high up here. Don't let your friends fall off. And it kind of flies and lands next to you and looks up at this dragon up ahead or up above it, you know? I think that um, uh, Wing Baby would like lean into her and like nuzzle her with like his tongue, his, not his tongue, but um, like his nose. Maybe mm-hmm. like like her like her just like a little bit, and then um, uh, with its giant sandpaper tongue out of it, uh, like look up at the dragon and then start like snarling and get very like protective, and then jump in front or like in between the two of them, and then you know like lower its body to, and say, "Come, oh you're you're too small to handle this." You know, like, obviously not realizing that, like, she's already handled it very much. And then, um, like, leans down and kind of nods up for her to, like, climb on. And just, she just climbs on him. And then um, she leans over and strokes his, like, little prickly hairs and says, My good baby, you're right. If you have friends to help you out, you always will have a wing up. And... um, (laughs) And then she climbs on his back and she, like, like whispers in his ear and she says, you know, um, for Taimora and for, for all of us and for your mother, um, let's, let's slay this dragon. Ooh, incredible. So, yeah, when you're on its back, I think uh, it kind of flies over to the dragon and you can do one attack with your sword if you want. But if you miss, then it, it's going to get to go immediately. So, would you like to take that attack? Yes, let's just do it. So you're trying to get, you're trying to roll on the the d20, 17 or over, and then you, you're going to be able to hit through its scales and armor and everything. Very dramatic uh, roll here. Okay. So do your dragon rapier. Let's see. All right. So she jumps on his back. And they fly over, and then she pulls out her dragon rapier and, like, just closes her eyes and silently thinks of all of her friends and her memories and her um, uh, adventures that she's had. And she strikes with the dragon rapier. Oh my god! (laughs) Marisa, that is insane. That. So it's green, which means that's a critical. That you rolled a natural twenty. That <laughs> this is okay. I do not like D and D most of the time, <laughs> but it's moments like this is, that are insane. Oh my god! Your other your other roll was a natural one too. That's wild. Uh, but we take the the left hand side. Uh, that is insane. I have to. This this is gonna go. I'm gonna cut this uh, image out and put it like on the uh, episode because that is insane so with your dragon rapier sword the very last attack you did a critical so i'm just adding this up to see how much insane damage you're about to do you did 45 that's like your entire max like it could have killed sarah like the a fit and fiddle right out of bed um seraphina this one attack could have killed her instantly you absolutely slay Cryovade. Critically, that, I'm just blown away by the luck of that. Is Timora real? Do I have to worry? <laughs> um, that was really exciting. Please describe how you slay this. I mean, you got to hit it like right in the head or right in the heart or something. It goes to a critical thing that just gets out of the air. I'm just too excited. That was ridiculous. And let me shut up and let you explain it. <laughs> so they're flying up towards the cryovane towards his head and wing baby and seraphina are like humming their little special song and she's like you know petting his fur 
but then there's like a fire in her eyes, you know, and she grabs her dragon rapier and he rears his head back and he's like very tired and he's kind of like woozy, but he's still trying. And so he opens up his mouth and you can see like a, like a heart shaped icicle inside of his throat. And it's like very slowly pulsating like a bright blue and, and it's trying really hard and it opens up his mouth and it just like barely spurts out like some ice out of this icicle heart and she takes her dragon rapier and she brings it back and then uh, the wing baby very quickly veers to the left and she takes it with her right hand and stabs right like like almost like where she's like almost inside of his mouth you know Mm-hmm. And uh, she just yep. stab, like stabs it, like stabs this icicle heart in the middle, and it just shatters, and all of it just like creates this like icicle dagger spikes that just like shoot out into its throat, and as the wing baby like veers off and like just narrowly, the two of them like escape, like its jaws coming down over them. Oh, so you, are you saying the whole dragon kind of shatters into ice? It shatters, and then it creates these icicle daggers that like shoot out into its head, oh like like um, piercing like at the inside of its mouth and outside of like like shooting through its eyes and its throat. Does that make sense? Like a bomb. Yeah, yeah that. Like a that's intense. Yeah, that's intense. I love that. Like very much like the hail attack it was like using against you but like from right. from inside it from yeah. inside of its throat and it just like shoots from the inside outward that is dramatic yeah and it maybe it just instinctually takes another flap of its wings or something and then just kind of crashes down into the roof of this uh the keep and lays there lifeless and Wing Baby kind of circles back around and lets you off, and and maybe we just like the uh, the wind blows, you know, like the cold wind over this roof at the at you folks seeing, just watching the scene, I suppose. And Inverno's kind of like barely moving, but you know she's still alive. Maybe Shenjing runs over and is like, you know, putting pressure on her wounds and stuff. And Ronti and Holgar go over to their friend um, Volin. And it looks like she's just, you know, too far gone, I guess. Maybe we go back to Snoop uh, downstairs. And he, he kind of just, like, blinks. And just looks like he snaps out of his, you know, uh, trance. And just looks at Pip and Nilsa next to him. And just says, Snoop! With just, like, you know, the a big toothy smile. And just hugs them both. Like, they just do a big group hug. They just... They just know that the dragon's been slain right above them, and maybe there's a like a little montage of everyone getting onto this wild toboggan or uh, the horse or whatever. I think maybe Inverna and Shanjan would take the horses, and Seraphina would grab Snoop and then take the wing baby and fly them back to Fandolin, and the orcs would probably take the toboggan. What about the kids? Wing baby. The kids are going to be with Seraphina. So yeah, everyone's kind of leaving um, Icepire Hold and maybe uh, we just kind of focus on Cryovane's body for a moment and uh, maybe hours or days go by, you know, and the, the wind is howling through and then it kind of slows down. It's like a time lapse, you know. The wind slows down and then finally like settles and like snow stops falling. And it looks like, um, and settles for like the first time in months, like since Cryovane actually, you know, started using this as its lair. And that, I think that's it, right? Is that, that's Icepire Hold next. I mean, that's Dragon of Icepire Peak in totality. So I guess the montage is that my two, like me and the kids are riding the wing baby back to Fandolin, Fandolin. 
and we're all smiling and laughing and hugging. And then underneath us, the Inverna and Shanjan are riding horses. So we all can like see each other and like wave to each other from above and below. And then the orcs are somberly taking their fallen orc to, you know, down the toboggan. And they're, you know, just kind of like hugging and, you know, being strong, but like sad at the same time. And, um, uh, and then Serafina sings a song. a trip to Vandalin. We didn't know what or who we would make as a friend. We met a lot of people along the crazy ways. We didn't know that we would fall in love with our friends from Fandolin. Friends from Fandolin. As I ride this little wing, baby, I'm reminded of all the things people meant to me. I even saw my cousin, didn't really realize she was here, but looks like we have friends far and near, far and near. The worst part of this awful trip was some terrible things we had to do along the way, but sometimes you have to make Decisions you don't really want to make, but you gotta make them anyway. Sometimes you gotta make hard decisions along the way, but they're for the best. We tried our best and we did what we could. We tried to save all we could and we tried to make things good remember those people that we met those kings yeah they were really cool but they were kind of weird but that's okay we also met a crab mechanic did i want to kill a dragon oh no no did i want to kill anybody no did I really have to do it? Well, you know, sometimes you gotta make decisions, really hard decisions. And then as she's singing this weird little song, she looks at the kids and she says, you know, sometimes we have to make decisions that are really hard. And sometimes, they might hurt people, but you don't ever want to hurt people, right kids? And they're like, no, of course not. We want to be a hero just like you. And then Seraphine says, but I'm not really a hero. I'm just doing what's good. And if that means slaying evil, even a beautiful creature like an ice dragon, to keep you all safe, you just gotta do it. So then the kids are like, well, how do we know what's good and what's bad? And then Seraphina's like, well, you don't. You just have to follow your heart. And just remember, if you're doing it for the good of the community, to do what's right. If it was up to me, kids, I would have made that dragon my friend. 
but he didn't want to be anybody's friend. And then one of the kids is like, yeah, he killed the entire town. And then she's like, yes, exactly. You remember those orcs? We used to fight. And they're like, yeah. And she's like, well, but then we figured out a way to make peace, even in Verna. And then we were able to help each other to slay the dragon together. And they're all like, yeah, we got to work together. And then Serafina says, yes, exactly. And then she says, when we get back to Phandalin, we're going to make sure that we put up memorials for all of our fallen people that have helped us along the way. And the people that unfortunately are no longer with us, right? And they're like, yeah. And then she says, because no matter what happens, we have to be friends till the end. For joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Teeley and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to This American Dice at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help us out. Austin will read every five-star review as your favorite dragon. Join us next week for a special episode of This American Dice. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, I love that. I love that little breakdown, too, (laughs) at the end. That was good. Call and response. I didn't really know where I was going with it. No, I love that. Well, that was great. What a good little game we just did for a year and a half.